Most gracious God in heaven, take our minds and think through them, our lips and speak through them. Take our hearts and set them on fire with love for you. Amen. How many of you are old enough to remember wearing a corsage on Mother's Day? Raise your hand, how many of you? Okay, there's a few of us. In the church I grew up in, in Tennessee, every woman from a little girl to an elderly great-grandmother wore one on Mother's Day. If your mother was alive, you wore a red corsage. If your mother was deceased, you wore a white corsage, a beautiful white orchid if you were lucky. The saying was, red to honor, white to remember. I still have pictures of my mother and me wearing our corsages, standing in front of our 1950s Dodge with my two brothers in their sport coats, complete with those very skinny black ties. Now, at the time, I thought this corsage custom was a bit strange, if not macabre. I was young, and of course my mother was alive. She was sitting right next to me in the pew. But from the year I was 10, my mother's corsage was white. And as a child, I felt self-conscious about that. Death was something I didn't want to talk about, much less announce to the world. But looking back on it, I can see the value in this quaint, bygone tradition. It acknowledged right up front as soon as you walked into the door of the church, that Mother's Day is not the same for everybody. Some people are joyous and filled with anticipation, while others are filled with memories of days gone by or even a sense of deep loss and pain. And of course, different feelings arose then and now, not just over whether your corsage was red or white. To help capture the complexity of Mother's Day, I'd like to share a prayer with you from Women's Uncommon Prayers, which is a compilation of prayers written by Episcopal women all across the United States. So let us pray. On this Mother's Day, we give thanks to God for the divine gift of motherhood in all its diverse forms. Let us pray for all the mothers among us today, for our own mothers, those living and those who have passed away, for the mothers who loved us, and for those who fell short of loving us fully, for all who hope to be mothers someday, and for those whose hope to have children has been frustrated, for all mothers who have lost children, for all women and men who have mothered others in some way, those who have been our substitute mothers, and we who have done so for others in need. We pray this all in the name of God, our great and loving mother. Amen. So in short, Mother's Day is a loaded holiday as many of our holidays are for various reasons. 
Interestingly, our gospel reading this morning happens to begin with these words of Jesus. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In the context of John's gospel, Jesus is referring to what he has just told his disciples, that he will be with them only a little longer. And then he goes on to say, where I am going, you cannot come. But his words, do not let your hearts be troubled, ring true in almost every situation in which we find ourselves today. How can we live into these comforting words of Jesus by doing what he tells us next? Believe in God. Believe also in me. When we believe in God and Jesus, we know we are never alone. We know we are loved with a love that knows no bounds. That the unconditional love of God and Jesus for us even transcends that of a mother or father's love at its very best moments. Why? Because all parents are human. All have failings, as do I, as do you. Only Jesus, who is both human and divine, can transcend that. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And because Jesus loves me, I am to love others. I am to show others, even those I may never meet, that I love them too. As God loves me, and as God loves them. This lies at the heart of Jesus' message. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And your neighbor as yourself. Hear these words this morning of Julia Ward Howe from a portion of her original proclamation for Mother's Day that was written almost 150 years ago in the year 1870. And I quote, Arise, all women who have hearts, whether your baptism be that of water or of tears, say firmly, we will not have great questions decided by irrelevant agencies. Our sons shall not be taken from us to unlearn all that we have been able to teach them of charity, mercy, and patience. We women of one country will be too tender towards those of another country to allow our sons to be trained to injure theirs. In the name of womanhood and of humanity, I earnestly ask that a general congress of women without limit of nationality may be appointed to promote the alliance of the different nationalities, the amicable settlement of international questions, and the great and general interests of peace. Written in 1870. So Mother's Day was originally a good bit different than the way we celebrate today, or during some of our childhoods with the red and the white corsages. 
It was created by Julia Ward Howe, an abolitionist and author of the Battle Hymn of the Republic, who was appealing to women everywhere to create a space for reconciliation and love following the Civil War in this country. She wrote an appeal to all women because she believed that women and mothers especially know what happens when we don't have love or justice or reconciliation. The original founding of Mother's Day then made a link that we really just don't talk about too much anymore between a mother's love for her own children to extending that love to the children of other mothers far and wide. In her case, she proclaimed that this is a day for mothers everywhere to remember the children of mothers everywhere, especially those children who live in nations with which we are at risk of war. Whether that child is Iranian, Syrian, Vietnamese, or Russian, whether that child is Mexican, North Korean, Rwandan, or Cameroonian, a mother or substitute mother loves that child just as mothers everywhere love their children. Remembering and caring for the children among you, those in your own homes, those who are members here at Calvary, and those in your community, as well as those children you may never meet, is, from where I sit, a hallmark of Calvary Church. Your love for the children of Cameroon and their fearless, loving mother, Sister Jane Monka, has translated into concrete action that is visible for all the world to see. You took up the challenge and answered the call to make a significant contribution to Good Shepherd Academy in Bafut, Cameroon, and your decision to raise the funds to build the Calvary Center. That kind of outreach translates as pure love from your children to theirs. Pure love from mothers and substitute mothers to many others. Pure love that has traveled across continents and an ocean to literally surround our Cameroonian sisters and brothers, envelop them in a safe space where they can worship, eat, assemble, perform, and play. A safe space where they can gather during the rainy season and just be kids. A safe space where they are surrounded by the abundant love of God given by you. You see, whether your imaginary corsage today is red or, is red or white, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all because the true meaning of Mother's Day transcends my own personal situation and it transcends your own personal situation. A blessed Mother's Day to each and every one of you, women and men alike, who through your actions have become substitute mothers for every student 
of Good Shepherd Academy in Cameroon. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. God bless you today and forevermore. Amen. <laughs>